He's a little too immature for my taste. Um, he's kind of outlandish. He says really inappropriate things. He's incredibly racist. He's incredibly insensitive. And he doesn't know fact-checking. So So why don't you like him? Uh, all of the- <laughs> <laughs> mm, hey there, it's me, Chance. And thanks for listening to us discuss our opinions on who are the worst kind of humans. As you'll soon find out, I may have some serious issues, as my list was very long, much longer than Chris and Ricky's, and I had way too much enthusiasm for this topic. Next week, we're going to explore the conservative gold standard politician, Ronald Reagan, and discuss how he was actually quite destructive to the blue-collar middle class who adores him so. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and listen to us at iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and finally on Spotify. If you want to show your appreciation for what we do and for how much goes into this, please do so by rating and reviewing us on iTunes and Spotify. Finally, check us out at punk-journalism.com. People that I really can't stand are usually in sports, so I'd say probably like Tom Brady would be on the top of that list. So like jocks or like professional athletes? Professional athletes that are just kind of like babies. Like, like, say, like, you're Kobe Bryant's of the world. People along those lines. I, you like sports, so I can see you're wearing a, a hat. So you just don't like the attitude of a lot of athletes. Well, when you're getting paid millions of dollars, why would you act like that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. What about you? No. Uh, hmm. That's a tough one. <laughs> see, she's a very, like, pure soul. Can't even think of- I was stumped on this question because I'm like, there's so many kinds of people I fucking hate that yeah, I can't well, there, just. There, there are definitely a lot of types of people I hate. Like you want to talk about your ignorant, like uh, flat earthers or people along those lines that literally just deny like all science. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, do you have anything? Anything come to mind? How about the Karens? I'm, the Karen- I'm done with the Karens. You guys are so my type of person. I'm done with the Karens. The Karens. Uh, we we were at a restaurant a couple of weeks ago, and literally, you could just see the demeanor of the server because of the way that this person was acting. Yeah, yeah. I've always said that. Like a lot of people say that military service should be mandated. And I've always said no. Like customer service should be mandated to experience. Well, everybody should work in a restaurant at least at one point in their life. Uh, I'm a I'm a chef, so like I definitely get it. And like I work in an open kitchen, so I get to see it all the time. And just you, why would you mess with the people that make your food? I worked in food service when I was younger. I'm 36 now, and I don't. I couldn't do it now. I would kill somebody. I just didn't patience for the general public at all that's why i don't work with them (laughs) yeah that's exactly why i work back at the house because i used to be a server bartender all that good stuff but uh, i just couldn't do it anymore people are just aggravating like i don't know why people really do mess with the people that make all their stuff like it's a service industry for a reason like where they're there like we don't get paid that well so I talked about that on the podcast when I was listing my, and I, I kind of lump them in with people who are mystery animals also. And I think, and I, and I think that like what it is, is these are people who are pretty insecure and like, this is their opportunity that they have a little bit of power over somebody for a little bit. So they want to exert that and feel dominant, even though they're, they're just very insecure people. So we'll take you out back like old yeah. yeller. That's how I feel. All right, so we're going to switch it up a little bit and do something a little bit more fun. The last couple of weeks have been uh, been 
having some pretty serious, heavy discussions. So I thought we would uh, just have something, the three of us again, and talk about something a little bit lighter. And when I say light, we're going to talk about people we hate. So I don't know if that says something about us. Like this is this is light conversation for us is talking about people that we despise. But I it's exciting. This is I feel like this is therapeutic at least for me. Like this is something I'm excited to get off my chest. And yeah. it's like a vent session. Yeah. So I'm gonna let one of you guys go first. Who wants to volunteer? Oh god, I got one. I got All right, one. go for it, Ricky. Because this just literally like uh, I'm late to the podcast a little bit. Because uh, I was waiting in line to get some uh, get some pills for one of my kids, and uh, I'm sitting there because they didn't a they didn't fill the prescription, so they got that they got that going for them, which is nice. But then I'm sitting down, fucking waiting on uh, them to get the prescription filled because I got to make it all from scratch or whatever they do. I don't know, cast moldings and shit. And I'm sitting there, and this dude comes and he sits down like three chairs away from me, which was a that's good. And he sits down, and he says, "Hey, man, I guess the government says we got to sit six feet apart or something like that now, huh?" <laughs> I looked at him, and I was like, "Yeah, I like it." <laughs> he goes, that's "Awesome." Well, I don't know, man. It's just I feel like have you gotten the shot yet? And I was like, "Look, dude, I don't like talking to people I don't know, so just leave me alone." You said that. Yeah. Good for you. Exactly like that. Yeah, those I exact see you words. That. And I. Those are the kind of people that, I don't know, need to uh, get their boundaries a bit more clear. Yeah. If I'm sitting there and I'm on my phone, I don't want to fucking talk to people, man. Right, yeah. And it's not that I don't – A, it's not that I don't want to talk to people. I shouldn't say it that way. Uh, I don't want to talk to people about seriously contentious political ideology. Yeah, especially – I mean, it's like those are the kind of things that they <laughs> say that you should not talk about amongst polite company anyway so let alone just like a random stranger that's just trying to do his grocery shopping yeah, or something or going guy. to the pharmacy yeah yeah am i gonna get in a fight with him because i'm gonna be like no no i believe this and this is why you're wrong in the and early like, oh, well fuck you man blah, 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 you know in the early pandemic days i it was it was kind of when like wearing a mask was still kind of up to the individual person and it was just kind of up in the air if, if everybody was going to do it or not but I was at the grocery store and I wasn't wearing one and I was in the produce section. There was a lady next to me also not wearing one. And it seemed like most people were. But at that time, my mindset was like, well, if they're not going to force me to, I guess I'm not going to. And this guy comes up behind both of us and he's like, I want to thank you both for not wearing a mask. This is ridiculous. We need to create immunities. And the only way that we're going to do that is by not wearing a mask. And I just walked away oh and I was like, well, I'm definitely going to wear a mask now because I don't want anybody to think I'm like this guy. So You should have just pulled your shirt up over your nose and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone and just materialized a mask out of yeah. something. Yep. All right, Chris, you go. That's pretty good. Uh, dude, the, my main one is the one was one that you listed on Facebook when you were asking questions. I nice. think it was like the second one that you listed. And it's it's these people that were never in the military and wear the tactical gear. Like, yeah, I, I just don't, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't get it, dude. It drives me up the wall. Yeah. Man. They're like walking around They're with supporting all this tactical gear on. Like, and, and like, I'll take it a step further. Like anybody that doesn't hunt and owns uh, 
well, even if you hunt, dude, if like if you own an assault rifle because you think it's cool and you like to go shooting, like I'm sorry, dude. Like you're on my list of people that I think are horrible human beings. So that's definitely a a product of like of like the baby boomer generation onward of guys who watch way too much Rambo or Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and they never really did any of that themselves like they like you said they probably never had any military service let alone like special forces yeah. or anything like that they yeah but they've never even served like in it that's the thing that drives you up the wall but they like, emulate all, they want to emulate all those guys like yeah. like Rambo like they, if you if you wanted to do that then why didn't you actually go serve mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of like the Trump thing it's kind of like their idol Trump dude like like if you're such a hard ass and you think that you're so tough, dude, why did you make up some foot thing to get out of serving your country? Why did you get bone spurs? Yeah, you had you had an opportunity to go prove like how how big of a hard ass you were, dude. Like I was in combat, I was on the front lines, dude. If you wanted to come play soldier and dress up and bang bang, dude, why didn't you join the military and mm-hmm. go serve? Dude? Yeah, it's definitely an insecurity. It, it, well, maybe, maybe Chris, maybe they were scared of losing their leg. <laughs> they, yeah they they weren't willing to actually play the game for keeps dude i guess yeah yeah i guess no i definitely that's like a total insecurity thing just like like you said you know i do have i do have a little nitpick about it though uh nine line is actually a very good charity and the shirts help support that well their shirts charity. fucking suck so... Even yeah, if... I don't care. I, I'm not. I'm not arguing the taste portion of it, right? I'm not arguing that. Uh, I can. I can get on board. I can get on board. It's good design. I'm just saying it's. They help support people. Yeah, I mean, right? like I went on that nine line hike forever ago, and we helped build that uh, house for that dude who's uh, who's in a wheelchair forever. Like I get. I, I get I'm that, saying. and I I completely support that. But there's a difference between that. And rocking the five eleven tactical, like uh-huh. like even like the cargo pants, no. like and ha- always constantly having like like paracord on you all the time, and having para bracelets and all this other like yeah, right. right. It's just it's overdone. So on that note, since you mentioned you brought that up, I guess I'll just roll into mine. So I I listed like nine line grunt style. And affliction, which the affliction thing seems to have kind of gone away. I haven't seen people really wearing affliction shirts for a long time, but like that was yeah. fucking garbage. Yeah. I hated it. And I also put that, in parentheses. That fad has been afflicted. Afflicted. Or they, sh- <laughs> the, uh, the affliction has been cured or they shop at the buckle at all. So like, like yeah. you said about the <laughs> nine line thing. So like Ricky, I understand, like you said that it's the, the funds or whatever go to a good cause but like i just googled nine line and one of the very first ones that come up is this this shirt that says family faith friends flag and firearms five things you don't mess with you know or i stand for the national anthem Uh all these things they just ooze insecurity and grunt style is another one of them that's just this fucking uber macho like pot belly guy yeah um (laughs) I don't, it's, if it, I'm running, follow me, or you know, yeah, if I die, yeah, yeah. avenge me, that shit. Yeah, like, let me, there's, I just, you know, randomly pull it up, fuck your feelings is one of the first ones that comes up. And, um, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but like you said, like, these are the most sensitive fucking snowflakes out there. Like, but fuck Absolutely. your feelings. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, For sure. dude, bring up, 
bring up anything about God or guns to them, dude, and watch how insecure they get about mm-hmm. it. Like, but it's actually, it's pretty brilliant. Like, cause if you think about all those things, but especially like when affliction was a big deal at the, and I would just kind of lump that all in with like shopping at the buckle because it's, <laughs> they've tapped into a yeah. demographic of people who are dumb, nationalistic, ignorant, have poor fashion sense, and they ooze insecurity. And so you combine all those things together, and like that's a pretty good target market, right? Didn't that affliction yeah. stuff become like super popular off of like that Jersey Shore? Show? Yeah. Well, and what's funny about it is, it, it, sorry, go ahead. I thought I thought it was because of uh... like MMA. I thought it, was, it got it got really popular, yeah, because of MMA. I think that it was okay. MMA, and then the Jersey Shore guys were wearing it, and then they're like obviously very trashy, and so like I think that well, it was yeah. like it was like Affliction, Ed Hardy, and what was that Tap oh, Out? Yeah, the Ed Hardy Tap Out. Yeah, yeah, the Ed Hardy stuff yeah. too. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. So like, what I think is ironic about that stuff is like it looks cheap, but it's fucking hella expensive. So it's like you're gonna pay a lot of money to look cheap and like gaudy you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like uh it's like the same thing with like the jeans like with the bedazzled butt pockets and stuff (laughs) you know what i'm talking about i think those are juicy jeans those affliction shirts ran like 60 bucks a pop too oh at least yeah, and yeah, they were fucking they're, hideous. Yeah, they're, not, they're not cheap. Yeah. Sexual predators, basically. I mean, that's like the only thing that you really don't have like an excuse for. Uh, even like. I mean, they use comedy to get away from the serious things in life. You know, I'm saying you could joke about whatever, but like molestation and sexual predators is fucking wrong. That's like the only thing that I think is like, you know, sometimes even uh, murders, like, you know what I mean? More excusable. Like, there's more of an excuse to than uh, sexual predator. How people are, it's easier to joke about things that are serious these days so we can easily absolve them better. Um, but we did just leave a great comedy show with Doug Benson. Nice. Uh, and it was a great show. And uh, it wasn't very heavy politics. He was there to actually relieve release from people, um, which is great because I've seen a lot of comedy shows that are heavy on politics, which is great to use a political, your platform. Um, but some... Yeah, like we saw Dave Chappelle and he talked about mass shootings in Colorado. And I was like, that's not what I want to be thinking about. But it was great to see um, Doug Benson pretty much just like be out here to ease the mind. But yeah, no, people do use a political platform for good and for evil. Uh, and it, it's good because like subconsciously we're listening to these things. Yeah, and people do. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Oh, I have, I mean, yeah. I'll jump into yeah. another Yeah, Chris, go. One. Go back with, go back with Chris. I'll, I'll jump into another one. I was, I was telling Ricky before we started recording, like one of the, the people, like the groups of people that drive me absolutely crazy are like the uber vegan people that like, like are in your face about like how you're destroying the planet by eating meat and all this other stuff. It's like, dude, I get it. Like, I understand it to like a certain extent, but like that takes years to like, like change diet habits and, you know, like like i get it dude but like you don't know something that we don't all know like we get it we understand it but like some of us just still choose meat so yeah well i think at the same time you know we evolved to eat meat Mm, yeah yeah it's in our nature too i think the biggest problem is with factory farming i think that that's obviously pretty shitty and that's what most people partake in and you're right that's what causes the biggest deforestation 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're finding out now too that the uh, most carbon emissions is uh, is from factory mm-hmm. farming, agriculture. Uh, abs- well, and agriculture as well is a, a huge contributor to the carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. So you like anybody that's that's uh, you know raising beef, raising uh, chicken, raising turkey, anything like that, any in large uh, large areas. Um, it's uh, the biggest carbon footprints. So, and I would like, to, I mean, I, I think that it would be something really great to aspire to, to be able to maintain a vegan diet. But I do know that it does take a lot of discipline and it's like a lot of meticulous planning and how you eat. And, and so it's, it's definitely difficult. And it's one of those things where it's like, we can't really be too um, judgmental or harsh with people who haven't caught up to where you are yet on, on that scale because yeah like good on you if you're vegan and 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 you're able to do that and have that that self-discipline but you know be patient for other people to catch up to you yeah i agree no and and i'm not talking trash on vegans because i think that's amazing Mm -hmm. everybody should aspire to leaving a smaller footprint on the earth yeah Uh, like i i get that too like it and obviously the health benefits are like you can't deny those but yeah um but also just like quit being such an asshole about it we get it right. yeah that's kind of like the straight edge lifestyle too is is similar to that just really in your face about it and like assholes well, i think to you anybody. can argue about the health benefits because there's a lot of amino acids and shit like that that we need to have that are in meat that aren't in plants um i definitely agree with the smaller footprint thing i almost said footprint which you know would not be a word uh let's see all right is it my turn let me see here yeah, 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 yeah. i got one okay go go ahead ricky go ahead all right mine will be people who don't return the fucking shopping carts oh dude worse, good one return them half-assed i had a guy the other night just um return a shopping cart and instead of actually you know like taking it and putting it in the actual cart return. He put it in sideways. So it blocked all other carts <laughs> I from feel being fucking put in. Like you'd have As to try to do that. My goddamn cart in there. Like he looked at me, put his cart in sideways and then walked off. <laughs> so yeah, the shopping cart one, that's a really good one. <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother level of like, yeah, dude, it's just fucking that's, that's on purpose. Rude. Being an asshole. Have you heard the shopping cart mm-hmm. theory? Uh huh. No. Go ahead and explain. Okay. You've not, not. You've not. Okay. So I'm going to read it. It's uh, It says the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one which we all recognize as the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations that are, there are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as an apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the Mm -hmm. shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. I might kill you. You gain nothing by returning (laughs) the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do because it is correct. 
A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, an absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a law of the and the, the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good or bad member of society. Yep, it's like those people that you get that, um, you know, they only, they only obey the laws because if they don't, they're going to get in trouble. Yeah, I mean, or like Christians who do quote unquote good because they're just afraid of going to hell. You know, it's kind of the same, the same thing. Right. Actually really funny, kind of a side tangent uh, with that. Uh, so I was telling you guys recently over the weekend, I was watch, I was like, I was binging these videos of this conservative, this far right wing conservative, uh, Jesse. Oh, yeah. oh man. What, what was, I gotta look up and see what his name is real quick. Jesse Lee's something. Hold on. Uh, are you guys familiar with them, by the way? No. Holy no, shit, dude. I got I would stuff. I would love to watch this with you just because I want to see your heads pop. Jesse Lee Peterson. So he's about as far right wing as you can get. And he has on a lot of like left commentators and one of the first things that he always asks is do you believe in god or are you a christian and they'll often say no and then his immediate follow-up question is well then where do you get your morals and values from and so like that says to me that like the assumption is pretty much like otherwise are you just like wandering around like wanting to kill everybody around you and rape everybody around you but the only thing that's keeping you in check is what the Bible says. Does that make sense? You know, like he's basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I always liked, I love right. that question because I love to flip it straight on its head um, because yeah. I don't get my morality from the Bible because I don't own people. I believe that owning people is illegal. And also I don't think that it's acceptable to have sex with girls that are under the age of 18 as the Bible explicitly says that it is. So my morality doesn't come from the Bible. Right. Either. So when they ask that question, where does your morality come from? Well, it comes from society. That's such a fucking like stupid question. Morality in their society does. Where does your morality come from if you're not that, a Christian? Yeah. <clears throat> my favorite answer to that is always, well, let's, let's think about this for a second. Um, let's say God appeared to you right now in no uncertain terms. And said to you, all right, uh, Chris, uh, I need you to demonstrate your love for me. I want you to take your kid up on top of the hill, and I want you to sacrifice your kid to me, please. You knew beyond the shadow of a doubt, with no exceptions, you are 110% certain that this is God. Do you do it? And you can't no. say he wouldn't do that because he's done it before. I know you say no. no. Yeah, absolutely. But not. but most of those Christians go, oh fuck, in their heads. <laughs> and uh, I've had a few say, uh, yeah, oh, I guess I have to. Yeah. And then I say, I would tell God to fuck off, and that's where my morality comes from. <laughs> that's why I just don't really believe that God would ask <laughs> anybody to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's all just, uh, if it is true, it's all just misinterpretations. Yeah. And, right. Uh, 2000 or plus year old stories so we made our own list of people that we can't stand who would you add to that list my fourth grade english teacher 
Okay. Why? That's a very, usually we think of like groups of people, but you narrowed it down to like one specific person. Uh, no, he just made us all feel bad and stupid uh, because I'm not good at spelling and he just kind of was rude about that. That's not a very good trait for a teacher to have. Yeah. What about like like uh, expanding out like groups of people or types of people? I don't know if any type of person. You seem like a really nice kind of like you probably like a lot of people. You get along with a lot of people. So, okay, I so think I can find anyone in any kind of group. So I have a feeling that that English teacher was probably a piece of shit. So all right, cool. Thanks, brother. So okay, I got a good one. You ready? People who yes. talk people who talk about themselves in a way that other people should be talking about them. So somebody says, for example, hey, yeah, so I was in an interview and they asked this question and I immediately answered it. They just sat there dumbfounded like, wow, yeah, how did you know that? No one ever answers that. Or somebody who's like, mm. I went out drinking with my buddies and they were like, oh, I don't know if we'll be able to keep up with you. We know you can drink us all under the table. Like somebody who. Yeah. Talks about how other people are humbled to them. You know what I mean? Like those a, are things. A narcissist. That, yeah. I mean, it's a narcissistic exactly trait, but it's like, it's like something that somebody should be saying on your behalf. You shouldn't be saying it's, it. It's like, dude, here's a, a good example. It's like just being like, Hey, everybody, my, my inauguration was bigger than anybody else's mm-hmm. in history ever. Right. Who said, did anybody yeah, say that? that. <laughs> Oh, there was just an example or something. So since I brought that oh, up, just, do you mind if I roll into into random. the next one on my list? <coughs> yes. No, okay. go ahead. So people who consider drinking a lot bragging rights, because I just mentioned that about like the guy who goes out who who talks about how much he can drink a lot, and that is is always been something I've never understood too, is like somebody who considers how much they can drink like a benchmark for how cool they are or something. Like even when I was a teenager and I would hear people do that. For one, I always thought they were full of shit because I was a kid and I was like, how are you doing that? Maybe I was just naive. But secondly, like I just it's just it it sounds like. First of all, it sounds like it's an exclusively an American trait because it's a taboo that we put on alcohol, amongst other things, so that when people do come of age and they think they're big and grown up, then they they feel like they can have these bragging rights. Um. So they, I don't know, it sounds like a lot of times it's treated like a competitive sport, even like into your thirties and forties. And that by, by saying how much you can drink that somehow this is like a level of physical ability, I don't know, or, or like bragging. Mm -hmm. No, I get that. It sounds like somebody who would be bragging about how far they can run or, or like they have their, their body count, how many people they've slept with. Yeah. How many, yeah, exactly. How many people they've slept with, like it's the exact same thing. Yeah. So I've never understood yeah. that mentality, but it is, it's, it's toxic masculinity. Oh, it's like, like I, totally meathead. I've, yeah. I've had to check myself on so many different things, but like, that's a perfect example of one. You know what I mean? Like being in the Marine Corps, like, it was yeah, just, right. Like, oh, you can't, you have to drink like a Marine. And like, there were times like when we would sit there and we drank a lot of alcohol, um, but like to brag about and it. And that doesn't like help saying, anybody. No, like we were self-medicating. We weren't doing what we should have been doing to address yeah. the issues that we were fighting. And so, like, like now, like I don't drink at all. Like I don't think that it's fun. I always get headaches, and like I feel like shit the next day. So, 
but that that's definitely one of those things and it's the same thing like with body counts like how many people you've slept with how many girls that you've slept yeah like right that's you know what i mean it's it's toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and it's you're you're trying to it's almost like saying oh look my dick's bigger than yours yeah and that's what it is and it's the i mean that goes across the board like i i really do believe in that like oh i have a huge truck because i have a small wiener type Mm -hmm. mentality like that small dick energy yeah yeah well and uh that reminds me yeah chris do you know why casper can't have kids no, why? Because he's got a Halloweenie. Oh God. <laughs> Ricky with the dad jokes. I love oh, them. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Can always count on that. Okay, I'm done. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so actually speaking of that, you guys are going to love this. So this last week, um, Megan, my ex-wife, calls me up in the middle of the week. And it's like pretty, it's, you know, time for me to be in bed. And her and her boyfriend were coming back from Denver, and they were in Thornton, southbound on I-25, and they were in a hit and run with a drunk driver. And uh, she oh, said, no. "She said it was all that she really could t- could like see was that it was a big jacked up truck." And uh, guy took off, obviously, but somebody followed him and got his plates. And so the cops said okay. that when they go to show, they showed up at this guy's place. His he sent this you know big tough guy with the big truck sends his wife out to take the blame for him because he's drunk. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that's shitty, but it also kind of makes sense too. I mean, <laughs> it does it does make sense. What I mean, what why, makes sense what, about why, it? Why would you take the blame when your wife is totally willing to take it for you? Uh, I because guess. it was your fault. Know. I don't because you did it. Yeah, right. Because now she's gonna. That's that's a that's a dumb reason. And, and right. he's pro- it's not like probably your kids need to be taken care of or anything. He's he's probably also the one that's screaming how it's unfair that they give participation trophies. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't want to take any yeah. accountability in his own life. So. All right. So I think I think I took like two turns at once. So. Well, I have I have one. Yeah, man. go for it. Like uh, flat earthers, dude. Like anybody like that it kind of all wraps up into the conspiracy theory right people, dude like the anti-vaxxers the flat earthers uh, these people are just like they're the worst type of human beings like because they ignore the reality that is around them which the reality that's around us is scary enough with with global warming and climate change and anybody i, I also put anybody that is a denier of climate change in that as well like like they just yeah. ignored the facts around them while everything just continues to deteriorate and they have some answer as to why it's acceptable to continue with their shitty behavior. Well, cause it's out of sight, out of mind. I think that one of you guys, I can't remember who it was, but last week, was it last week when we did the, no, it was the week before. No, it was last week. Somebody had mentioned like, um, Oh fuck! I can't remember now what I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't know. Just like along very... the lines of uh, flat earthers or what? No, of like climate change. Of like how? It... Oh yeah, I remember now. Like if it's not an immediate inconvenience yeah. in your life, I think it was you, Ricky, that generally people aren't going to do anything about it if it doesn't immediately affect them and their comfort. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, there's there's. Uh... 
there's Pacific Islands right now that are being flooded. They're actively losing land right yeah. now to the water rise. And they're like freaking the fuck out. Hey guys, this is actually real. We're going to be, we're getting kind of close to, to drowning over here, you know? And uh, you don't even hear about that on the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The supposedly super left-wing news. Uh, yeah, I mean, people who don't use logic and to make sound decisions. Okay. Critical thinking skills. Yeah. How do you feel about conspiracy theorists? <sighs> you know, it takes all kinds to go make go around. Sometimes they have a nugget of truth, but yeah. I mean, for the most part, you're just spinning yourself in circles. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, you kind of have to have some logic behind what you're saying, whether it's, you know, just beliefs or, you know, science or just reason. So I'm not big on conspiracy theories, but I'm be- I'm definitely based more on logic. So when I ask that question of people you hate, people you can't stand, who would you personally add to that? Just kind of the same. I don't want to, like be too you know debbie downer and call them out you know strictly um based on like my beliefs but no please do totally common sense like just don't be an idiot really that's, that's fair. yeah because I mean, people people can change the way they think i mean i you know if you if you use logic or use science or whatever and like hey you know what i was wrong i'm gonna i'm gonna start thinking this way but not everybody can do that unfortunately so all right, Ricky, your turn. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I guess that would be mine. People who don't listen to other people's expertise, uh, other people's suffering, who don't pay, don't give oh, it any attention yeah. because it's not an immediate thing of theirs. Mm-hmm. Another example that comes to mind is, yeah. like, oh, uh, I'm a Kim Kardashian. I think is one who did it. Uh, her cousin went to jail, so she for a, for a, a marijuana charge or something like that. That was stupid. So she petitions Trump to get him released and Trump does it because he's Trump, you know, um, and she's Kim Kardashian and whatever. She's good looking. And I guess that would affect, I don't know what it was. Um, she's an influencer. But then, yeah, she's an influencer. That's what she does for a living. Yeah. Uh, but she didn't give a shit about that until her cousin went to jail. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but there's so many other things like, Hey, we got this horrible spinal cancer that happens in kids. That nobody gives a fuck about because it hasn't happened to a celebrity's kid yet. Mm, yeah, you know that kind of stuff just just pisses me off. Why couldn't you care about that before it affected you personally? Mm-hmm. You've got all this power and money. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Yeah, that's true. All I right. Guess on a tangent. So my next one, I'm going to say, and this is like I guess I'm naming off like a lot of personality traits that bother me about people, but. People who age themselves, you guys know what I mean by that? So, when they don't die, no, it's like people that are like, oh, people I, that just get older, like assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, I unplugged my headphones, I didn't hear anything you just said. I said, people who get older, like assholes. No, 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 yeah, but fuck old people too, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, dude, I'm quickly approaching <laughs> that group. So So no, people who age themselves like it's usually people that are in their 
30s, 40s, or 50s who know that they look young for their age and are usually in shape. So they talk about how old they are for a couple reasons. So one reason is for people to act like, oh, you're that old? I would have thought that you were this old. You look so much younger. All And yeah. it's also like a humble brag to subtly imply like, I've been around the block. I've seen some shit. And so, I mean, they'll say things like, oh, I'm such an old man and I'm old and I'm broke. And... And all that that is is it? Yeah, he looks like a Greek fucking god. Oh, not even that. Like, it doesn't have to be somebody that looks great. It's just like you obviously look younger for your age, but you're talking about how old you are and how you're so broken. And like, I think that the implication is obviously that you're trying to imply like I've seen so much and I've been around the block and you know, and I've been around mm-hmm. for a while. And but yeah, people will that I don't know something about that just bothers me. Especially when they're my age. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. And I noticed Look, that man. too. Like, people in our age group are like, oh, we're getting old. And it's like, I'm not getting old. Maybe you're getting old. I'm not getting old. But, good, you know, good for you. I'm getting good, old. You're getting old. I, no, I feel like I'm getting old. Yeah. I feel better right now than I did when I was 18. That's awesome. <laughs> but maybe I, I was just like, feel older. Maybe I was just like trash <laughs> when I was 18. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, I maybe i, I was a very unhealthy 18 year old garbage garbage years i was a very unhealthy 18 year old baby <laughs> i think i was actually we should invite megan on here one day and just be like hey so uh <laughs> when chance was 18 was he just How a was piece he? of shit yeah was he, you know, was he just a piece of trash person the most horrible mm. person she didn't know me when i was she didn't know me till <laughs> i was 20 so okay. well, yeah. oh, okay. well i guess that's, that's the jumping enough. off point, right yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, out of everybody, like, like just thinking about this, like the worst possible human beings. I mean, you could go, I'm sure there was a lot of uh, dictatorships or something like that, that we could really focus in on, like, you know, over in North Korea and stuff like that. But here in the United States, I think the worst, the absolute worst type of human beings are the people that peddle this bullshit, like, alex jones and not only that but like people that peddle the shit from the the, the pulpits every su- sunday in this country yeah, just misinformation pastors mm-hmm. yeah it, it's just Fall. like yeah like they they peddle fear mm-hmm. and, yeah and, absolutely and it's just all scare tactics to get people to their snake oil salesmen vote their way or give them their money mm-hmm. or do whatever and it's just it's a true like you look at some of the churches especially in the bible belt and it's just ridiculous how big these churches are man yeah yeah, yeah the, the, uh, most of them are the prosperity pastors have you noticed that yes right. yeah where it's like the, I, yeah, you, the more you participate in the church the, the more you give pastors, right? the, a, a prosperity pastor chances somebody who's saying the reason that you're rich and wealthy is because mm. God chose you right, to yeah. be that way. And if you're not, then you must have fucked up. And if you're not, and if you're not, then you need to send them seed money. Yeah, you need to give them. Uh, you need to make sure that you're giving your at least your your tithe of ten percent if you want to be oh, blessed. Yeah. If you want to be blessed more, feel free to give more than ten percent to the church. Yeah. Oh, they Shame. yeah they just crank it up, and then they get these old women who just sit at home and watch these shows on TV. 
they send them all this crap so right. they can get their little bottle of oil sent to them in the mail. Well, why do you but think it's blessed and like holy? My grandma. What do you think? Of, yeah. Why do you think Catholicism is so so rich, or the Catholic Church is is so rich, and that because that's what they've always done. I think is, that's probably a it, lot of. It's probably also a lot of theft. Yeah, but I mean, the, it's like well, why the whole Catholic Church is based on theft. Yeah, but they, like they stole they stole everything, including holidays and dates when things happen they stole all of that from pagan religions mm-hmm. they stole all of that mm-hmm. that craft during the crusades dude and they're the wealthiest organization in the world and i call them an organization because that's what it is sure well i was watching a uh, documentary on martin luther who did the reformation and founded the lutheran church as we know it and he he left Catholicism for one reason there were several reasons but one reason that he spoke of was that the brothels in the town where he lived were allowed to operate because they tithed a certain amount gave it a certain amount of I don't think it, they called it a tithing oh, yeah. but it was more like a like a I guess a penance it's a syntax. yeah syntax so it was like they were uh, uh, symbiotic that's the, what Mardi Gras is the yeah the uh, the 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 brothels were symbiotic with the Catholic Church like they one needed the other to to survive and yeah it was just kind of interesting. The the brothels paid the money so that they could be forgiven because that's how Jesus worked. Mm. <laughs> and the parishioners went and tithed because they spent the rest of their money in the brothel. Mm-hmm. Right. Really, they're getting paid two ways. The the parishioners. Probably could have just used the legal loophole of I've already paid the brothel, who has then paid the well the, the syntax, so I therefore have paid the tax. Donald Trump. Oh my, that's been so popular. Why Donald Trump? Um, I just do not align with ninety nine point nine percent of the things that he says. I am a female. <laughs> He's a little too immature for my taste. Um, he's kind of outlandish. He says really inappropriate things. He's incredibly racist. He's incredibly insensitive. And he doesn't know fact-checking. So So why don't you like him? Uh, all of those <laughs> so when we were talking to Mikey Biddlestone a couple weeks ago, this was something I was going to bring up. And uh, so I'm glad that you brought up like the, the, uh, the snake oil salesman peddlers. Because I, uh, he was talking, Bill Stone had mentioned something about like, oh man, what prompted it? It was like, kind of like just preying on guilt. And I remember when I was a conservative and I was really hooked on listening to Glenn Beck every day. And even at this point, like I kind of noticed this, like he would talk about like how the value of the dollar was going down, 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 down. And the perfect storm was brewing and, and the economy was going to crash and, and, and like money was going to be worthless as we knew it. And then he would be like, Oh, it's time <laughs> for a break. Our sponsor this half hour is gold line. And like, he's selling yeah, isn't that funny? gold bars and bullion and that sort of thing. And it was like, and even at that time, like I kind of, there was a little bit of cognitive dissonance where I was like, that doesn't seem right. That seems a little weird that he's talking about how, how the, the, the dollar is going to be worthless and you should buy gold. And then now he's advertising for gold. Like, but yeah. yeah or, right. or the, the, like my, a... my favorite one is uh, always the survival gardens. Yeah. That they... too. He would do that too. 
that the commercial would be like, are you afraid of the end times? Do you not know what's going to happen in the Middle East? Well, guess what? You can buy this survival garden and you can live through whatever happens. Yeah, he would sell those too. Pedal in fear, man. Yeah, he would sell like these. It was like 30, 40, you know, 120 day food rations and well and it would have like seed packets and yeah stuff like that in it. right yeah. and it's like uh-huh. with the gold thing too like the one thing that i used to think about that never made sense to me is like he kept on he had like this uh apocalyptic view of everything that society was just going to crash and everything well what good is fucking gold going to do at that point are you going to eat gold are you going to wipe your ass with gold like like what gonna- difference does it make if you have gold if the, if, Apparently, it doubles as some kind of a weapon to smack people in the head with. Yeah. Yes. You All haven't right. ever heard of being gilded? <laughs> the gilded age. All right. Whose turn is it? They're not it's the Ricky's. same thing, kids. Don't try it. All right, Ricky, Ricky's go. Ricky's turn. I got, a lot, I got a lot of shitty people uh, I need to get through. All right. Keep going, Chance. No, you go. Okay. Uh, I guess my mine will be uh, people who are kind of always got to one up you. You can be like, I just did this awesome thing, uh, and it was great. It's the first time I've ever done it. And they're like, Oh yeah, I can do that in my sleep. Or it's I've like, done that seventeen times. What's the deal with you? Why is it taking you so long? Or rather than shit. acknowledging what you just said, they're like, Oh yeah, I did that a couple weeks ago, and and I did it better. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I got this one. You know, uh, you. Oh, you worked at that. You worked at doing that accomplishment for six years. Fuck, that only took me six months. Yeah. Like, man, a you're making me feel like I'm an idiot. You know, you make me feel like I'm a piece of shit because you did it way faster than me. And then, b you must have zero ability to understand other people mm-hmm. because that's all you're doing. Yeah. You're just making them feel like shit. Right. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think sometimes people think that by saying that, they're just trying to give you something relatable that they've experienced uh, compared to, like, what you're talking about. So, like, you're you're saying, hey, I did this thing, and they're like, oh, I did this thing. But I think that when it becomes problematic is when there's just, like, a complete lack of acknowledgement of what you you're even trying to tell them when they just go right into what they did, and it was better, and... Yeah, I find it a lot in people who are uh, very insecure. Mm, yeah, for some reason or another, right? So uh, you know, I oh, you that took you, you know, three weeks to do. I did it, and blah blah blah. You know, and it's it has to do with their need to feel like they are better than somebody. Uh, for anything, really, it could be like, oh, you delivered a pizza in 15 minutes. I delivered a pizza to that same address in two minutes last year. Well, if you're you know, delivering pizza, you're not why, that why fucking it impressive. Fucking matter? Yeah, you're <laughs> delivering a pizza, man. It's not like you're fucking saving delivering babies in a building or something. Uh, I yeah, delivering babies. I heard like I never really remember experiencing this for myself, but <laughs> I was told my ex-girlfriend that you used to work with. A lot of people told me that she did that. That I used to work with? Yeah. Mm. On base. Yeah, I uh, I know you're talking about. And yes, that is that is a correct statement. Okay. Uh, Interesting. I've we had have confirmation. A few with her. 
yeah i've got a few good discussions with her but it's always been like uh about music or something else like that it's never been about accomplishments things like that purely for that reason all right whose turn is it now it's your turn man. okay all right man i think we're, we're excited oh, now you have you have a lot of of people on your list dude i think so. this is like very therapeutic for me um, the guy that bring the guy, the guy that breaks out acoustic guitars at parties. Yes, that's a good one. I w- yeah, but I wish I was that guy. <laughs> you don't want to be so that much guy. Cooler. Be it so would be cool dude, to know how to play, play the guitar, but you don't want to be that guy. Yeah, but if I knew how to play a guitar, I would rub it in people's face. Like I'd get up and just like yeah. really bend the the strings right in their grill. So. Mm. It's one of those things. Be like. You're like I'll give the devil his due. No, that's a fiddle. Never mind. Yeah, that's a fiddle. <laughs> it's it's just like one of those things that when I see it happen, like I look around at everybody around me, and I'm frustrated because I'm like, okay, come on, like, how does nobody else see what this guy's doing? He's yeah. everybody else sees what the guy's doing. You can you can see it in the movies when he busts it. Do out. Do you think so? <laughs> Do you think everybody else picks up on it? That oh, like, yeah. oh, this sure. guy's I've a never, fucking chode. I've never I've never experienced it in real life. I just think that everybody else is too polite to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's I always kind of, but everybody like else knows what's going I'm on. not cool enough to have experienced this. Yeah. I'm in the right parties, I guess. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah you got to go to good parties. With Obviously these are really great parties. Like chance does. Now apparently I need to be that guy. In the party. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you've that, that was a one up too, by the way. But uh, oh, okay. it's always like the type of guy, though. It's always like a total Chad bro frat guy, and just mm-hmm. coincidentally always happens to have his guitar yeah. on hand. And he'll break into like John Mayer, or Jack Johnson, or Sublime, or Dave Matthews, or something like that, or some other top forty bullshit. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. Any requests? <laughs> uh. <coughs> so I remember Dude, I was oh, at. Okay, I'm gonna. Your turn. I was just going to say, I was at a party one time and actually, and I went to like two or three parties at this guy's house. Um, and the same guy showed up each, each time that I was there and it was the same exact scenario. Like, and he was super fucking obnoxious anyway. And just like way too animated. Like he was making himself be really animated and he would mm-hmm. inevitably like break out the guitar. And it was so fucking cringy. And I, he wasn't bad at it. That's Usually those guys are like decent at, at playing guitar. But it's just like the way that they play it up so cheesy. And I remember he also spoken about how he was working on stand-up comedy. And then so like he said that. And then like an hour later I heard him talking to these two girls. And he was like being conversational with him with them but i could tell he was working his comedy routine into the conversation with them and that was like (laughs) that was just really like i felt really embarrassed for him but i only knew i was the only one that knew that what was going on i don't think those girls did but yeah so guys who bring guitars i had uh, i had a dude i was in sixth or seventh grade we were having some kind of like arts appreciation thing where we where people could come in and show us their art and um this kid had this girl had her brother come in and play a bunch of songs on the guitar because he was supposedly really good and i knew this kid i was a skater he was a skater he was kind of a 
a more well-known skater. Was it Tony Hawk? Than, uh, than I was. Yeah, his name was Tony Hawk. I I, I was super into Pantera at the time. Oh, and uh, there's a on 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 uh, on one of their one of their CDs they've got a, a song called Primal Concrete Sledge that I was like that I was really into and it sounded really hard to play and so I asked him to play that song and he's like mm, no I don't do any pansy yuppie shit <laughs> like in the middle of fucking class and I, I just oh <laughs> I was like it's not it's Pantera but he was he was done listening to me at the time and somebody else had already made a request for something else i forget what it was all i remember that was that i was really hurt by the fact that he thought pantera was hmm. pansy yuppie shit yeah it's about the first thing from that yeah you know i don't know all right this makes me sad chris i think it's your turn um i don't i don't really have any more man those are pretty know, big I, ones I, I feel like i could i mean i could go off on who do you hate, like, just in the deepest depths of your soul? I really just hate, like, really hate conservatives. Man. Okay. So just blanket, <laughs> blanket conservatives. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we've touched on, on so many topics as to prove my point as to right. why I hate them. From redlining to gerrymandering to abortion laws mm -hmm. to conspiracy theories i think we've to covered their family values bullshit yeah the family just, values yeah um, which is just yeah. a facade but it really is yeah. like and it's and it it upsets me so greatly because like once you're away from it and you see what it is and what it what they stand for and what they represent it's just such horse crap like they're saying one thing and doing a different thing and like stacking paper and making money off of all of these people and it's just i don't know man mm -hmm. it's it's and that's disgusting. their argument against us that's yeah the argument against us who's too. russ i mean oh us it's yeah us being li more liberal oh i thought people. you said that's their argument uh, argument or against, liberals against russ or if you're Mexican, the liberales, I guess. I'm not sure. Liberales. Uh, I mean, that's the, that's that's the same thing, but going backwards. You know, uh, we could say things like <clears throat> Jason Gates, right? Uh, who's on? Uh, who's, who's being investigated right now for uh, for for hiring girls on his Venmo, underage girls from Venmo to come out and uh, you know have a little fun with them like board uh, games they are, they are like board games but they're naked Twister. and they involve sex shoots and ladders <laughs> he shoots and gross oh yeah <laughs> yuck um, <clears throat> they but conservatives fucking hate pedophiles yet they'll elect that guy mm -hmm. i know he's not convicted yeah. i know he's not convicted however should somebody who's being investigated for something like that sit on um, <clears throat> sit on congressional boards. Regardless of, oh, uh, that guy! Uh, like I know what you're talking about. Board it is. Yeah. No. Uh, if he's investigated and he's found guiltless, then okay, sure, I'd be okay with that. Um, more okay than if he had than than uh, if he's just being investigated. But and I'm not saying ruin his life either. I'm saying. Fucking let's make sure. You know what I mean? 
I don't Absolutely. want anybody yeah. who's got any involvement with that. You know, let's just let's make you got to pass. Uh, if you go, I, I went I, and I used to volunteer at uh, my oldest's grade school, and you have to pass a uh, a background check. And and sure. if you're under investigation for anything like that, they will not let you come into school mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. So why should Matt Gates be a fucking senator? Yeah. No, it's a good Absolutely. Point. If you're not like allowed that. around children, you shouldn't be allowed to pass laws. Right. I feel like that should be an obvious thing, but I guess sometimes it isn't. Yeah, I think you're right. It makes a lot yeah, of sense. I feel like that's a pretty good prerequisite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not asking for too much. All so right. maybe you mean like uh, hypocr- uh, hypocrisy at any level rather than conservatives or Maybe you mean conservatives. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I Maybe mean they're one in the same. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it really, it, it's, and it's more conservative Christians. I guess I can drill it down a little bit. Okay. Conservative Christians. So. A lot of people automatically like to call Republicans Trumpers, but it's not like a fan Republicans are Trumpers at all. I think all. he kind of split the party. Like there's Trump supporters and then there's like, what do they call like uh, no no Trumpers? I think or like the Republicans who don't like, like people him. Believe in what they believe in, but they don't necessarily have to agree with one leader. Okay, so you, you don't like Mitt Romney, I guess, right? I mean, I I don't. I'm not against anybody. If you're if you're if you if we know who you are, then you're to that point where you have you have that intelligence no matter what. So it's kind of like I respect anybody at that point. So before we go down that rabbit hole too much, who would you add to the list of who I'd kill? Can I like, people that you just you can't stand like these? People that pass in the right lane, that will ride your butt and then go around in the right lane, I would kill every single one of those people. <laughs> oh, that's that a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I think would probably agree with you with that. Thank you, ladies. There we go. I think it's your turn, Ricky. Right. I just gave one. Oh, you did? Oh, you just were kind of expanding off the hills. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We have a very loose structure to this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't I'm gonna combine two of mine, and I don't want I don't want people to get the wrong idea and think that I am saying animals are like or people in customer service are like animals or animals are like people in customer service that's not the point but what i will say is that i have a really strong disdain for people who treat those who work in customer service with disrespect as well i have a really strong disdain for people who mistreat animals or treat animals with disrespect and uh it's for the same reasons though and it's because it's a power trip with for people who are otherwise pretty weak and and uh, insecure and pretty powerless. This is like an opportunity for them to exert power. This is a Karen. This is exactly what yeah. I'm talking. Is a Karen and yeah, abusing the most. Bring up Karens too. Yeah, abusing the most minimal power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're at a restaurant and you you are shitty to the wait staff, like for no other reason that you 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 can be at that point, like even though the joke's probably on you and they're just going to go back and spit in their, in your food, uh, which they should. I really hope that that happens. But it's the same kind of people who get pets that shouldn't have pets <laughs> and treat their pets like shit. Because again, it's like a, 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 
an opportunity for them to exert some sort of dominance when they're otherwise pretty weak people. Or they're just lacking empathy. Like shit also means you're uh, a fucking sociopath. Whatever they want. Letting the pet. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Letting the pet do whatever. Yeah. It's not always just some abused animal in a cage. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I just. I was trying to save on time by rapping. I think it's the same person, but they they do two different. They uh, mistreat two different entities in the same way, but it's like the same. They're both Karens, mm-hmm. I think. You know. All right, Chris. Yeah. Could, did you think of anything, Chris? I don't have any more. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't have any more. Uh, All right. Worst worst possible human beings well you can you can definitely jump in on ours then oh i absolutely will okay ricky your turn people again people named chris people named chris. people named chris hard dirty <laughs> i'm out of i'm out of people to dislike oh, this man Sorry. i feel like i'm a fucking hateful piece of shit I, I, I wish i disliked more people just so you yeah. wouldn't feel bad <laughs> i wish you know, I really don't like people that dislike so many other people. I've really put a lot of thought into this. Um, <laughs> gosh, I just need to, I need to get more specific, I think. Let's see. So people on social media who film themselves giving to homeless people. Oh, yeah. Because oh like, yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that one, that one is, that's a good one. So at first that's... you see it. Yeah. Like, have you guys seen these kind of videos where like people are like, oh, you know, they, uh-huh. they're they homeless people that are crying and like, oh, I'm so, you know, thankful that you gave me gas for my car or something like that. Um, And it's like, it's really touching at first. You see the video and you're like, oh, this person, you know, somebody helped him out. Like, that's so, so nice. And they're, you know, but, and these people are really happy that someone's helping them. But then you start to think, wait, why is this being filmed anyway? Like it's, yeah. <laughs> like what's going on like this isn't like a surveillance video this isn't a you know another bystander filming this this is the person is who gave for homeless this is like the person who gave to the homeless person they're filming it and like why why are you filming this like other than right like that person is thinking to themselves oh this is going to be a great thing to post online later it's going to make me look really great but I think that that's pretty despicable. I think that you should give to people in need, but to like film their reaction to make you look great is is pretty despicable. It, it is. But let me also clarify, though, if that's the only way that you're going to go help homeless people out, keep doing it. So. Yeah, I keep, guess. Keep, but keep, keep being a good person, dude. We're going to judge you based uh, solely on the fact that you had to record it like a douchebag. Yeah. Well, it but, just sucks like... to think. Yeah. <laughs> if there wasn't like Instagram or something, would these people still be doing it? Yeah. I don't know. Was Probably it happening not. before Facebook and Instagram? I don't know. Oh, I mean, those. Were... Yeah. Were people getting fed? During the Instagram and Facebook outage that just happened? Yeah, that's a good question. That's actually going to be a really good research topic that somebody's going to do. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even know it was down. So So, this morning I I woke up and I checked my shit and like Facebook and Instagram wasn't where that's honestly because uh, I'm a millennial. Like that's one of the first things I do when I wake up is I check my my social media 
and it wasn't working. So I just assumed that the internet in the house was down or like the bad Wi-Fi or whatever. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to pack up all my stuff. I'm going to go to a coffee shop and work there for the day. And it didn't work there either. And so I was like, well, what the fuck? And then it wasn't until like hours later that I found out that it was just down for everybody, which was pretty wild. Somebody sent me something as to why it happened, but it seems a little bit conspiratorial to me. Like um, that some documents from Facebook were released that showed how they have tactics to um, uh, through algorithms to feed you information that's going to make you pissed off and upset because they know that like, I mean, that's, that's proven to be true though. We've I think it is. Yeah. I think that, I think you're right. But that's apparently what happened is like somebody released those documents. So they shut, shut it down. Um, I don't know to, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, but they did just release. It's not the Panama papers. But the idea, but you gotta remember the Panama Papers, right? Uh-uh. Uh, Panama Papers were uh, a bunch of uh, papers that showed that pretty much all of the world's wealthy and elite, and you could, you're probably gonna be extraordinarily surprised by this, but they were all uh, hiding away money and like shysters and not paying taxes in offshore not accounts. They're supposed to do yeah in offshore accounts. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that surprises you, right, Chance? No, 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 it doesn't. No, but but the the crazy thing is that uh, North and South Dakota have become safe havens, just like those places for offshore accounts. Those two states have become safe havens for these people to come hide their money there. Hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. Because nobody wants Probably to live there, money and they have it. to yeah. generate revenue. Yeah, that's true. So uh, anyway. Um, those papers uh, showed a lot of that stuff. Also, the New York Times just got done, I think it was the New York Times, uh, doing a bunch of Freedom of Information react, uh, requests from Facebook. And they basically got a bunch of stories that show that Facebook's known for a long time that it's just fucking bad for your mental health. Mm. And yeah. they've continued to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Like they've done studies on, wow. uh, and I haven't read this, this is all from things that I've read about it. Uh, but they've done studies on things like how social media negatively affects women's body images. Oh, of course. How social media negatively affects users' mental health. How it contributes to the rise in suicide rates. All this shit <coughs> that they know about. That they're just kind of like, yeah, we know. Well, I mean, but if nobody's forcing them to change it, why would they? It. You know. Well, and, and speaking yeah, of that, they're not doing any meaningful changes, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, if they're if nobody's forcing them to, then why would they like they they don't have any incentive to do it? Right. So that yeah, uh, not like their user base. It's just politicians playing more political games. So I guess that that. Well, yeah, it's just that. What's a group of people or even a single person that you either of you would add to that list? Uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd say Donald Trump mostly, you know, I think uh, given how universal it is, I think my reasons should be pretty obvious. I mean, he does say some funny stuff, uh, but, you know, other than that, I don't I don't really see why he should be sticking around for that much longer. Uh, you know, it's funny stuff that not only his expense, but also the country's expense, unfortunately. Yeah. What? Hey, what about you, brother? 
Okay, just an arrogant person. Uh, can't stand an arrogant person. Uh, someone who doesn't think with their head. Use common sense. Like, just anyone who tends to make people look bad for no particular reason. Like, any any group of people has that one person that just speaks louder than the rest that just makes a rest, like, a bunch of other generally just fine people look genuinely terrible. See, he does that, but only because he's an- more handsome than me. So, by association. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys very much. That reminds me of another, another type of person that I, I think needs to swallow a shot. Nah, it's a little harsh. Anyway, somebody I don't like. Uh, people who speak in memes. So like people that obviously they, they're showing all their cards that they spend way too much time online on social media. So like in their way, in their, their moments away from social media, they casually th- say things like, hold my beer or come at me, bro. And I yeah, can't I have cheeseburger. I don't know what that That's is. Is it? That's I don't know. Something for some reason yeah. that just really bothers me. Is it, when it's like those those catchphrases or those meme phrases or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's like almost like an it, people act like it's an inside joke, but everybody's in on the joke. So when you say it, you're not being clever or original. You're just saying what everybody else is in on. I don't know. People who aren't original. <laughs> does that make sense? It probably doesn't make any sense. Be yourself. Don't no, get your don't get your personality from the internet. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you guys want me to wrap up my list here? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I want you to get everything off of your chest. That you need to get <laughs> oh, man. Dude, get mine. I've really been thinking about this for a long time. So people who <laughs> pe- people on St. Patrick's Day who have to remind you how Irish they are. So it's yeah. like. You're like, hey, why, why aren't you wearing green today? Oh, well, I'm like 70% Irish anyway, so I don't need to. It's like, who fucking cares? Bitch, you're not green. Yeah, I don't. You know what, dude? And if if you don't like those type of people, just make something up to like, just be like, well, I'm 100% Irish. Who, who knows? Who cares? Yeah. So. All right. You well, might not buy that from me. Yeah, from you. You you could pass the Scottish because you are, right? Brown. Yeah, you're pretty tan. Yeah. yeah. I do pass as Scottish because I am Scottish. Yeah. Well, Scottish so people are darker, right? Just tell them that you converted to Irishman. So. Uh, no, I'm afraid you're... if I did that, my only Scotsman friend, John, would likely come across the pond and try to kill me. Did you guys hear about the two gay Irish guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Fitzmichael and Michael Fitzpatrick. Uh-huh. I remember telling you that joke. <laughs> you did? I heard it years ago. Maybe yeah. you told it to me again. <laughs> Do you get it, Chris? I don't. I'm, I'm missing something. Patrick Fitzmichael. Patrick Fitzmichael oh. and Matt, Michael Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I get it. Now. It's a butt sex joke. I get yeah. It. That's good. That's clever. <laughs> I don't think Chris, you Chris get it because you're not sex. laughing very hard. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. If I would have got it when you initially said it, it would have been funnier. Oh, when you have to sit and explain shit. it, then it becomes, you know. Kristen involves gay homosexuals. Okay. Yeah. Next not one. The, not the straight homosexuals that you normally find. Oh. All right. Next Next type of person I hate. <laughs> um, people who have to remind you that the book is better than the movie. Yeah. 
like mm. wor- word like you couldn't fit a 300 page book into a 90 minute movie or maybe it's just people subtly trying to tell me how cultured you are because you read i don't know but yeah people that like everybody knows that the book isn't as good as or the movie's not as good as the book like no and that comes from like your imagination is always going to be better than somebody else's right yeah well and plus there's just so much more content in in several hundred pages than yeah you can fit into an hour and a half or two hours they're gonna have to cut I think some the book stuff. is better than the movie is generally true unless it's a book based on a movie mm. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like when you would... it's based on movies yeah, like uh, I remember one time I was reading. Uh, Do you ever watch that show, Little Monsters? Yeah, yeah. With about uh, the monsters who turned into clothes in the light. Howie Long, or Howie Howie Fred Mandel, Savage, Howie yeah. Mandel and Fred Savage. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had a book based on that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, surprise, it wasn't very good. Yeah, I remember that was a. Maybe you, that has something to do with the quality of the movie. But. You probably got them through book orders. You remember book orders? I do remember those. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's where we found <laughs> a lot of those. Um, I'm getting I'm getting pretty close to the end here, guys. One that I really wanted to make sure that we got across. Well, we can. I I have like five more, but we can just leave it at that because at this point, I just feel like I'm being a whiny, complaining bitch. i've been thinking about this for a while i've been really thinking about this i was just trying to do like the top like three or four that i had okay yeah i was trying to do like the top 15 (laughs) uh what about the kind of guys rick you could probably relate to this like i was at a concert one time and i was wearing a misfit shirt and this guy comes up to me and he's like Mm -hmm. What album is that Misfit shirt from? And I'm like, I tell him, I don't remember what it was. And he's like, what's your favorite song off the album? And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. And he's like, well, if you don't know, you probably shouldn't be wearing the shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like fucking yeah. kill yourself, dude. Uh, dude, I don't I don't know. Like, like this Stolen Valor stuff, that's what that reminds me of. Like, yeah, these guys trying to go check other guys on stuff. Like, yeah. Like Calm almost guys, down, dude. Who cares? Like, it becomes a competition of like who's going to be the most outraged veteran or like yeah, like pro nationalist person to like fuck up a, a homeless person who's who's wearing a fucking BDU top yeah. or something. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, like who gives it? Who and cares it if they get a discounted meal, dude? Do you really care that much? Yeah. Like, Oh, they're sullying our honor and our image. Like, no, dude. Like, who gives a crap? That's what's really, that's actually uh, uh, something interesting I was thinking about earlier. There are a couple guys that I was thinking about from work that posted on Facebook about how upset they were that they were on the road and they saw a flag, an American flag on the highway, and people weren't stopping to pick it up. They were just running over it. They're like, how dare they? Like, that's so disgraceful and so so disrespectful to the flag and it's like it's a fucking flag it's a piece of fabric yeah. like you're, i think you're that expected to go risk your life to save that something more patriotic is to like help these guys that have to resort to pretending to be veterans so they can get something to eat that day you know yeah. like a flag is a piece of cloth when or, it comes down to it you know yeah or uh 
Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. These same, these same type of guys. One time I was, um, I was at work and this guy who's a hardcore Christian now, he was saying to me, he's like, yeah, when I'm somewhere like downtown Denver and I have to step over a homeless person, like my first thought is always like, would you just hurry up and die already? And it's like, do you, do you know who like Jesus associated himself with? It wasn't like the upper crust of society it was people aren't like you, that you know? aren't you christian i know who you're talking about now right aren't you christian yeah yep. jesus was i remember i remember in uh first john jesus talking about how he just wishes that all the poor people the lepers and all that would just die that was republican jesus yeah because yeah. they're well, being that's, a, uh, that's what i'm talking about jesus as taught by americans yeah republican jesus because they're drained on the system yeah. and they just need to get a job and if they if they're suffering it's probably because they didn't pull themselves up by their bootstraps they just need so, to get a job as long as they can pass a drug test as well right yeah and if they can't pass about, a drug test no welfare for them <clears throat> funniest thing about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is the saying is that because you it's it's a joke because you 100% literally cannot pull yourself up by your boots. It is impossible to grab your own feet and lift yourself up. Yeah, that does conjure a weird. And that's image. what they're saying. That is a weird saying, <clears throat> huh? Yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Okay. You can't pick your shoe. Can't grab your shoelaces and pick yourself up. Try it. I guarantee you. Okay, so it's is it saying like you need someone else to pick you up? Like you need help from other people to pick you up? I mean You can't I pick mean, yourself up I, by I, yourself. I haven't researched I haven't researched the entirety of the saying, but pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Hmm. Just analyzing that those words. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know, true. Uh, you cannot pick yourself up by your feet. I'm gonna look that up. You would need some kind of mechanism to pick yourself up. Something to hang on to uh, that's above you, not something that's lower than you. You could say something like pick yourself up from by your bootstraps if you're inverted. Pick yourself up Maybe by your dick. Maybe it's only for people who are upside down on their mortgages. Okay, you're right. It says this, the saying to pull oneself up by one's bootstraps was already in use during the 19th century as an example of an impossible task. Yeah. Interesting. You can't pick yourself up from something that's lower than yourself. It's just like common if, sense, I thought. If you have if you pulled yourself up by your really boots if you've pulled yourself up by your bootstraps, you have achieved success by your own efforts. Starting from very difficult circumstances without any hope from anyone. But yeah, yeah you I can't. I mean that's the saying. Right. That's as it means yeah, like now. A, like a small one million dollar loan from your father. That's pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Somebody's bitter. <laughs> I like it. Do you wish your daddy had a million dollars to loan you? No, man. I wish no, my daddy would loan just, me a million dollars. That's just a small loan, too. That's not a big one. Just a small. Yeah. One. I wish that was a small loan for my family. <coughs> my dad's like, you got, yeah, you got ten thousand dollars, boy. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm fucking thankful for that. All right, guys. Well, I guess, I guess we could be done bitching, specifically me. <laughs> Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can also find us at punk-journalism.com. Um, hey,
Yeah. You are.